Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today I'd like to focus on chapter 18 of 2 Kings. This chapter is pivotal because Israel, the northern ten tribes, have been defeated by Assyria, and many of the people have been captured and taken to that country. Assyria now sets its sights on taking over Judah, with Jerusalem as its prize. Before the battle begins, the Assyrian military approaches Jerusalem and engages in psychological warfare by shouting aloud that there is no way they can win the war. This chapter is full of intrigue, and I think you will find it fascinating. Let us begin. In the third year of King Hoshea, son of Elah of Israel, Hezekiah, son of King Ahaz, nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abi, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the sight of the Lord, just as his ancestor David had done. He removed the high places, broke down the pillars, and cut down the sacred pole. He broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made. For until those days the people of Israel had made offerings to it, it was called Nehustan. He trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel, so that there was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, after him, or among those who were before him. For he held fast to the Lord. He did not depart from following him, but kept the commandments that the Lord commanded Moses. The Lord was with him wherever he went. He prospered. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and would not serve him. He attacked the Philistines as far as Gaza and its territory, from watchtower to fortified city. In the fourth year of King Hezekiah, which was the seventh year of King Hoshea, son of Elah of Israel, King Shalmaneser of Assyria came up against Samaria, besieged it, and at the end of three years took it. In the sixth year of Hezekiah, which was the ninth year of King Hoshea of Israel, Samaria was taken. The king of Assyria carried the Israelites away to Assyria, settled them in Hala, on the Habor, the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes, because they did not obey the voice of the Lord their God but transgressed his covenant. All that Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded, they neither listened nor obeyed. In the fourteenth year of King Hezekiah, King Sennacherib of Assyria came up against all the fortified cities of Judah and captured them. King Hezekiah of Judah sent to the king of Assyria at Lachish, saying, I have done wrong. Withdraw from me. Whatever you impose on me, I will bear. The king of Assyria demanded of King Hezekiah of Judah three hundred talents of silver and thirty talents of gold. Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in the house of the Lord and in the treasuries of the king's house. At that time, Hezekiah stripped the gold from the doors of the temple of the Lord and from the doorposts 
that king Hezekiah of Judah had overlaid and gave it to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria sent the Tartan, the Rabsaris, and the Rabshakeh, with a great army from Lachish to King Hezekiah at Jerusalem. They went up and came to Jerusalem. When they arrived, they came and stood by the conduit of the upper pool, which is on the highway to the fuller's field. When they called for the king, there came out to them Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, who was in charge of the palace, and Shibnah, the secretary, and Joah, son of Asap, the recorder. The Rabshakeh said to them, Say to Hezekiah, Thus says the great king, the king of Assyria, On what do you base this confidence of yours? Do you think that mere words are strategy and power for war? On whom do you now rely, that you have rebelled against me? See, you are relying now on Egypt, that broken reed of a staff, which will pierce the hand of anyone who leans on it. Such is Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to all who rely on him. But if you say to me, We rely on the Lord our God, is it not he whose high places and altars Hezekiah has removed, saying to Judah and to Jerusalem, You shall worship before this altar in Jerusalem? Come now, make a wager with my master, the king of Assyria. I will give you two thousand horses, if you are able on your part to set riders on them. How then can you repulse a single captain among the least of my master's servants, when you rely on Egypt for chariots and for horsemen. Moreover, is it without the Lord that I have come up against this place to destroy it? The Lord said to me, Go up against this land and destroy it. Then Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, and Shebna, and Joah said to the Reb Shekah, Please speak to your servants in the Aramaic, Aramaic language. For we understand it. Do not speak to us in the language of Judah within the hearing of the people who were on the wall. But the Rabshakeh said to them, Has my master sent me to speak these words to your master and to you, and not to the people sitting on the wall who are doomed with you, to eat their own dung and to drink their own urine? Then the Rabshakeh stood and called out in a loud voice in the language of Judah, Hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. Thus says the king, Do not let Hezekiah deceive you, for he will not be able to deliver you out of my hand. Do not let Hezekiah make you rely on the Lord by saying, The Lord will surely deliver us, and this city will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Do not listen to Hezekiah, for thus says the king of Assyria, Make your peace with me, and come out to me. Then every one of you will eat from your own vine, your own fig tree, and drink water from your own cistern, until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land of grain and wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive and oil and honey, that you may live and not die. Do not listen to Hezekiah when he misleads you, by saying, The Lord will deliver us. Has any of the gods of the nations ever delivered its land out of the hand of the king of Assyria? 
Where the gods of Hamath and Arpad? Where the gods of Sepharvaim, Hena, and Iva? Have they delivered Samaria out of my hand? Who among all the gods of the countries have delivered their countries out of my hand, that the Lord should deliver Jerusalem out of my hand? But the people were silent and answered him not a word, for the king's command was, Do not answer him. Then Eliakim, son of Hilakiah, who was in charge of the palace, and Shebna, the secretary, and Joah, son of Ashap, the recorder, came to Hezekiah with their clothes torn and told him the words of the Rabshakeh. And so we conclude the reading of Second Kings chapter 18. I thought for a moment that I would add 19 because there's a dramatic um, conclusion to this, uh, but you'll have to wait till tomorrow. Uh, but thank you for joining me in this reading. I'd like to ask you some questions now for your reflection. Number one, what did you learn from reading this chapter? Two, what impression do you get from the manner in which the military leaders from Assyria approach the king uh, and the people of Jerusalem? Three, what are your thoughts about the advisors to King Hezekiah of Judah? And finally, what other thoughts have come to your mind from this chapter? I'd like to conclude us with a brief prayer. Based on what we've just read, let us pray. Protect me, Lord. Protect me from those who would do harm. Protect me from myself. Protect my mind from bad thoughts and weak wisdom. Protect my body. Protect my spirit. Protect my inner peace. Protect my faith and protect my love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, located in the heart of Detroit, the very tip-top of the medical center area of Detroit. You've made my day taking time out of your schedule to read this podcast version of Second Kings chapter 18 from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Tomorrow, I will pick up where I left off with chapter 19, and you're going to find a very, very dramatic conclusion to this threat of war. Thank you so much. God bless. And remember, I am praying for you.